Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets. No, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese. Or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. What are you going to do on October 31st? What are you going to do on October 31st? Here comes that white-faced fucker, an asshole like no other. He's a big old piece of shit. Wants to stab your sister's tits because he's a white-faced fucker. Loomis can't recover. Dr. Challenge drunk again. Sleeping with your sister's friends. Do you want to know about the darkness? I said God We go. We're live in three. I was doing and... my head thing like Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah, let's do. Hey guys, welcome back to We Watch Movie. I'm Mike. I'm Jay. And this is the Halloween almost never daily podcast. That's the best thing about this podcast is that we tell you something in one way and we're gonna lie about you. And tell you. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and full plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com. things the next day. That's what we do. We That's said we wife... have Halloween updates every day. Kind of, almost, maybe, but not really. Welcome to the show, you fuckheads. It's like my wife in bed. It's all lies. Well, that's my life with any girl. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to sell a big game, but it's going to be, you know, five good all hurt inches. So <laughs> let's work with it. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that, my friend. That's perfectly Let's average. work with it. Like this podcast. Uh, so today, uh, there's no new Halloween news, okay? There's nothing great, great grand big uh, at all. But Except I found for this. this. Here is, here's, a, here's a big one. I did find this out today through a source, through a source, through a cousin that knew the person on the set. Jamie Lee Curtis will be returning for Halloween Kills. Oh, my God. I don't know. God. It's a it's a bombshell. It's How'd a bombshell. You track the case. I don't know. I at this point right now, I'm seriously considering a private detective, <laughs> <laughs> private investigator. Uh, in all seriousness, Esquire.com put out a uh, while I'm searching the the interwebs for Halloween news, and there is none, which is fine with me. By the way, I I don't need Halloween news every day. I'm I'm kind of against all the behind the scenes shit. We'll cover it. We'll fucking yeah. cover the shit out of it, Jim. Yeah. yeah. But I don't like it. Like I, I really want to go into the movie immersed and feeling brand new. Uh, we don't have that luxury because we have to talk about Halloween all the time because we love to talk about Halloween all the time. But yeah, I'm actually glad. You know, I'm glad that there's not been a whole lot of news. Like, give it a rest, man. Let him make the fucking movie. Um, Get the now. Get the net. Now, there was a huge spoiler that 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 uh, one channel in particular was saying that, that somebody like a, a fan off the set was apparently giving them like the lowdowns. And I've talked to some people that, that are there too and gotten some spoilers, but uh, most of that shit that I've gotten from pe- those people, I would never tell everyone because it, it really does ruin a major fucking plot point in the movie. And I'm like, that's just fuck. I don't want to tell them that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think we both said that before. It, it's really, it's a, it's a torn titty situation because 
on one hand, it's really cool to know all this neat stuff and, and, and you're like, oh my God, that's fucking awesome. And let's definitely talk about it and explore it with each other sexually and not so. But also you want to make sure that, like you said, you want to go in and be surprised in the theater and you're like, fuck, I didn't know. I didn't see that coming. When did Jason's machete show up? When was that a thing? Yeah. Like, I don't know, like just wild and crazy kids things. And, you know, that's what, but again, we're kind of in a, in a position, we're thankful to be in the position that you guys are out there listening and, and wanting us to discuss things about Halloween. So that's, that's a good thing. But the bad thing is sometimes it's like, fuck, I really don't want to. You want to be like Brittany Murphy and don't say a word. Yeah. And I definitely wouldn't ruin it for everybody because dude, I'm not going to lie to you. If I saw that, if I, and I, and I, someone told me what, what the guy had said, uh, and I was like, God, I can't believe that they made a video or that he made a video on that. But I, uh, you know, I, when they told me that I was like, well, I want to know, like, so go ahead and finish telling me because <laughs> I don't, I don't have it in me to be like, no, don't tell me or I, you know, whatever. Um, I would just rather <laughs> not exist in the ether. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. I'm not going to be I, like, if there's a trailer, like, okay, if the trailer leaked tomorrow and they were like, oh, we left a huge spoiler in there. Please don't go watch it. I'd be like, fuck that shit. I have to see it. And I'm, yeah. I, and I would ruin the movie for myself. So I just, I don't. I don't know. Well, I, I don't think that like we that. both suffer from that, though, because I'll, I always do that, too, sometimes. Like, if Mike sees a movie before me or somebody else sees it, or or yeah. I'll be like, yeah, I'm here. I was like, if, if Mike sees a movie before me or somebody else sees it, and and, and I'm like, well, what happened? You're like, I mean, do you want me to tell you? Because it's going to ruin the movie. He's like, go ahead and fucking tell me. I want to know. Yeah. Like, and I don't really, I don't really, I don't really want to know, but then I do. I was like, I just want to know. And then, and then I'll be like, shit, I shouldn't have known that. But yeah. I, now I do. But it doesn't, I like, for me, it doesn't. I mean, for certain movies, it doesn't really ruin it if I know if I know the plot or if I know the if the the big spoiler drop. But for something like Halloween, or like something that's a like that we both love so much, like that, like I remember Mike was actually a decent friend, uh, surprisingly once uh, that uh, he didn't Who, give me the spoiler. Yeah, uh, no, uh, Mike Sar- Mike Sartine, <laughs> but <laughs> that, that doesn't sound like me. Uh, but no, uh, for Endgame, Mike wouldn't give me the spoilers on it. Like he yeah. would give me, he gave me, he teased it out. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> but uh, it was, yeah. But I wanted know, to he, tell you too. I know. I had to share it so badly. Uh, but no, I mean, like, um, I don't know. I forgot what the fuck ever I was gonna say. Well, what I was saying, the, the 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 people who go and they and they and they take all that in. Some of them are gonna be the same fucking people who are complaining about the movie after it comes out and going. There was no surprise that that shit was boring as hell. It's like because you knew everything about the fucking movie before you went to see it. You know. Yeah. And, and, and don't get me wrong, you guys. We will cover everything that comes out. Like all the news that comes out. If it comes out, we'll cover it. I'm just not gonna leak shit about the movie that I know. Uh, because to me, it goes against the fucking studio that's trying to make the movie for everybody. You know what I mean? But I like, will so, take a leak. Yeah, I'll take a leak in the toilet. But I'm not going to leak the info. But, you know, if somebody comes to me and I'm talking to them in personal messenger and it's somebody I trust not to say anything and they ask me something about it and they really want to know, I'll tell them. You know, I don't have all the answers, but I'll tell them something if I did know it. But I would never make a fucking video and leak that shit for the people hard at work trying to make us a fucking movie. So that's all I'll say about it. But anyways, yep. uh, I'll, I'll, before we get into this this story I want to get into, there is one other. Hold, hold on. Hold on one thing. second. Hold on one second. Uh-huh. Get a fart. What's going to. What's happening? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry, I was getting I was getting a phone call from Danny McBride giving me a spoiler. I didn't want to ruin it anymore. <laughs> Sorry, John Carpenter's watching basketball in my living room. Let me just throw He's a right. John, throw stop! A at him. God, John, I'm gonna have to pick up a new thing of Glade. You farting so much. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, something big did happen today, and that is that we hit a hundred thousand subscribers on Holy YouTube. Holy fuck! Yes, yes, we did. 
and it's been eight years since we started that YouTube channel. Well, seven, almost eight, eight, eight in January, and uh, we finally hit a hundred thousand. So thank you guys for that. That's fucking amazing. And the live stream is going to be Saturday night, tomorrow night at ten thirty p.m. Eastern on YouTube. We're going to hang out for two or three hours and get fucking wild in celebration. Get your KY jelly, get your porn magazines ready, and we're going to make sure that you're all the way ready to go deep down under the blue sea. What? It doesn't yeah. matter what that makes sense or not. Just get sexual with it. We're going to have a great time. A hundred thousand subscribers, to man. Tubes. It, it's like it's like the it's like the one place, the one club that we tried to get into for years. And they were like, those guys fucking suck. They're not coming in here. And then somehow through luck and, and getting to know people, we finally get into this 100,000 subscriber club. And those people, those same people that said, fucking keep those trash bags out. They're like, what the hell? Who many? How many dicks did you suck to get in here? It's like at least 100,000. At yeah. least a hundred thousand. Lots of wieners in a row. <laughs> yeah, man. So uh, thank you guys for that. But we won't we won't make the podcast about that because the podcast is a new thing. That's uh, this is based on our YouTube channel. And if you're listening to us on the podcast, you don't know about our YouTube channel. I don't know how the fuck you found us, but that's awesome. Uh, we you know we've been ranking it weirdly fucking like uncomfortably high in iTunes. I don't know how the fuck it's happened. So yeah, guys, we're beating to Jericho. That out. Uh, that's because we can beat Jericho not only on iTunes, but we can beat him in real life in wrestling. But to be fair though, we are only beating no. Jericho in film reviews, which it's I don't fake. even know if he does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure if we, we don't even understand what's happening. Like Jericho <laughs> would whoop our ass and put us in the lion tamer. He's awesome. I love him. <laughs> but uh yeah it's fucking cool though man so thank all you guys who are here from youtube uh and, and all that shit and if you're not go check out the youtube channel so all right moving on with the story mm. all right not the story but it's fucking crazy this is the kind of shit i love to talk about esquire.com like esquire like fancy fucking esquire i saw somebody the other day on twitter from bloody disgusting uh, i think it was maybe it was another maybe it was dread central or something like that but they posted they were like ah yes october the time of year where all these sites who couldn't give a fuck about horror movies act like they're film connoisseurs of of the horror industry all of a sudden because you know Ooh. halloween yeah who was he throwing shade at that the spicy of you God, oh my totally god gonna fucking win prom king <laughs> uh but um this Esquire.com, this, the writer's name's Justin Kirkland. So, Justin, uh -huh. if you're listening to this, what I'm sure you're fucking not. Uh, this was just posted on September 28th. This is his every movie uh, in the Michael Myers Halloween series rank. This is his ranking of the Halloween series. Who? Uh, so, you know, I'm not going to shit on anybody's opinion. I mean, I am going to shit on this because I took a gander at it. And, woo! Uh, we have Let's get diarrhea on it. So, we're going to shit all over it. But I just want you to know, Justin, it's not personal. And uh, I'm glad that you have your opinion, man, and you have a right to it, my friend. And the article get ready to get fucked. Your choices are just oh, choices made. The traveler has come. It'll make a sticky tongue. It make us so bad. Some of them are okay. All right, let's go with the last one. His worst Halloween movie of all time, number eleven, is Halloween Two, two thousand nine. Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. Makes uh, sense. I mean, that's all right. I can go with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. For me, it's it, two. There's two right answers to that, uh, and well, three. The right answer is whatever the fuck you want it to be. Um, but the right two right answers in my mind is either Rob Zombie's Halloween Two, or the right answer, the right right answer, and that's Halloween Resurrection. Would you agree? How about they both suck asshole. I'll oh. take A and B. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, it's yeah, it's a, it's a coin toss. Like you can, it's always you can, a fight for last place. Yeah, those 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 guys, the, the Halloween Resurrection and Rob Zombie's Halloween Two can fight for the last piece of corn in the turd all they want, and that's yeah. all they'll be. 
But yeah, uh, I could I could go with Halloween Two being there. the only thing I would give Rob Zombie's H Two though slightly over. I didn't like fucking goddamn Buster Rhymes, but it was the fact that the first thirty minutes of that movie is pretty dope. Like it was really really good and really well shot. And when he was in the hospital, but it was all a dream sequence. But Rob Zombie did have that at least. But still, yeah, it was still a shitty movie. Right on, agreed. Um, and some people, and you know what, uh, I got to throw this in there. Some people loved Rob Zombie's Halloween too, as like an art tour version of Halloween, uh, a tour. And I get that. I totally understand why people love that movie. Who love it? I don't because he shit on the characters themselves. That yeah, are so I think he was just trying to make it as disgusting as he possibly could, just to say it's my movie. It's yeah. my movie, and I'll make it my way. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here's number ten, though. This is where it starts to get a little fucked up in my mind. Uh, and you. Uh, number 10, the second worst Halloween movie of all time to him is Rob Zombie's Halloween of 2007. Get the fuck out of town, Jack Beanstalk. Yes, for all the problems we have with Rob Zombie. And some of the Rob Zombie problems are definitely present in this fucking movie. Don't get me wrong. They are. There's a lot of stupid Rob Zombie fucking shit in this movie. But he had a big fucking mean Michael Myers that he, for the most part, stuck to the script on and, st- and kept him the same character. Uh, uh, Malcolm McDowell did a great job as Loomis. Laurie Strode was played amazingly by Step- Scout Taylor Compton. Yeah, that movie That movie is is a complete re-in- reimagining of John Carpenter's Halloween classic. It's a little edgier. It's a little bit more... Um, visceral in its approach and i mean and i don't like the backstory part of it at all but for the most part everybody did their characters justice for the most part i don't like well no even scout taylor compton's Lori, she wasn't so she wasn't skanky yet in halloween rob zombies too she was skanky ho but in the in the in the in the remake she wasn't bad at all i still would have by the way oh my god i was i would do yeah the skanky does i don't care if she smells like pee but the, the the thing about Rob Zombie's Halloween is that yeah, uh, unfortunately he the, he is the best ever at cinematography. like not the best ever, but one of the best I've ever seen at cinematography and just raw talent to be a great movie director and a movie maker. But he's just so stuff. fucking th- he's so full of himself and STDs that he can't f- see past his own fucking nose. Like he's so ego driven. That he doesn't take advice from anybody, and he's like, "Well, you don't like my shit, then I'll make Dracula," and then he'll make his own bullshit anyway, and it'll be terrible. But either way, in this particular movie, also he worked within some constraints and confines of the original movie. He had to because the studio was like, "No, you're not going to do this weird unicorn bullshit with your naked, big titted wife running around on it. Not yet, anyway. Make this movie the way it's supposed to be." And he had to work within a con- con- uh, confinement. So it was a good movie. I-, I don't put Rob Zombie's Halloween that fucking low. Yeah, agreed. And before you know, we, we go any further, I do want to point out that we do know that Rob Zombie was not the cinematographer on Halloween. What we mean when we no, say that is say, he has a yeah. great eye for cinematography. His movies always have a certain look to them. Uh, maybe not 31. That one looks like Yeah, I'm like glad shit. you pointed that out because we would get crucified on here like we get crucified on YouTube if we make one <laughs> fucking mistake. <laughs> Which we do a lot because we drink. Um, but I do want to say – what bothers me so much about this, and it's not that crazy that someone would put it down the list. I disagree with it. Uh, and, and like you, I, I fucking hate, as much as I think that, I think Halloween's a good movie, uh, the remake. I think it was a good movie, but I really hate, fucking hate that they made Michael just the dude who do a, grew up with a shitty mom and dad in a trailer park. Yeah, the back the backstory yeah. was unneeded. Yeah, but if you once you get past all that, you know, uh, and it's comedic as fuck when you watch the family at the breakfast table and stuff, but once you get past all that, the actual Michael Myers, Loomis, Laurie Strode stuff is pretty fucking rad. Um, But anyways, what bothers me so much about this is what he wrote about it. Uh, 
He said, do you know it hardly ever worked? Recreating film franchises in the mid-2000s with young, hot versions of old characters. Rob Zombie's attempt at breathing life into the franchise was a flop, failing to, to capture any of the film's original lore. Part origin story, the setup never quite paid off in the end. Dude, that entire statement is so fucking wrong. Do you know how many awesome fucking film franchises were horror franchises were brought back in the mid two thousands? They did a good job with those, man. The Jason reboot was fucking dope. Texas oh, dude, Chainsaw was, Massacre. Amazing, yeah. yeah, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Jessica Alba was fucking dope. I didn't mind the Amityville with Ryan Reynolds. I thought that was pretty fucking good. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, I get. I, I mean, I understand what he's trying to say, but at the same at the same time, I, I'm not sure that using Rob Zombie's Halloween as an example of a poor remake in the mid 2000s or early 2000s is going to do him any favors because that's obviously one of the better examples of a remake that worked. Yeah, exactly. So, so. I mean, there's a lot of other ones that, that blew asshole, but I mean, that's definitely not one of them, but it, you know, either way it's yeah. his opinion. And if he wants to be wrong on it, that's fine. <laughs> you ready? You ready to get fucking pissed? Yeah. You ready to get, Oh, macho man. Pissed. Bone saws ready. Ooh, bonesaw. Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers at number nine. Get the fucking bit, you... Oh, my fuck. <laughs> Someone read from the Necronomicon. He's possessed. He's not real. He's not real. <laughs> oh Actually, God, a lot of dude. people... You know, we're probably in the minority on this. This is not a... Oh, he's in the minority. I think a lot of people hate this fucking movie, but they're wrong. Probably, but not that many. And not, not so many that would rank it that fucking low. What no. the shit... What did he ever do to you? What did George Wilbur ever do to you, sir? Nothing. <laughs> Even though it wasn't George Wilbur, George Wilbur was only in the very beginning of that movie, and then the end was a totally different guy. But nonetheless, like, dude, to this day, to this day, there's one scene in how in the Curse of Michael Myers that is the best kill scene ever, and it's when he was killing people in the operating room with the strobe light effect. I to want to know why you want to take me to your strobe light city. I mean, when I fucking yell, when that fucking thing is happening, like, every goddamn Metallica ACDC song is going on in my head at once. It's just a cacophony of fireworks and explosions of greatness <laughs> when he's <laughs> chopping those asses up. I love and dude, it, it looks man. so fucking, it's, it's Michael Unleashed. And even when Michael gets a little uh, jig in his step when he's running in the hallway to kill that guy, I'm like, fuck yeah! And by the way, side note of that, in, in real life, the guy that he was chasing down the hallway turns out to be – was actually uh, the actor that was playing Michael Myers in that scene's dad in real life. It was pretty interesting. But anyway, the guy that he pushes his head through the gate. But, yeah, man, that movie had, that movie was great as far as, like, what they had to work with at, with the end of Halloween 5. Not to mention the fact that it was based on the script of, a, of just a really super big fan that was able to write this and get this made. I mean, obviously, it wasn't the exact script, I'm sure, that the fan wrote in, but – Dude, it was still it was a it was a brutal Jason. It was edgy. It had great characters. It had a great supporting Jason. cast. <laughs> you said Jason. <laughs> I, that's why I know I'm talking about Jason right now. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm not. I meant Michael. <laughs> but no, it. I don't know why I'm thinking about Jason. Wrong I, mean, movie, I, guess because, honey. I, I guess we were well, we were doing all the Jason movies too. But I mean, that's probably why I'm thinking of it. But anyway, yeah. but it had a great supporting cast around it. It had a brutal Michael. It had a visceral Michael. It had uh, Loomis, uh, Donald Pleasance's last appearance that I think they did a pretty good job. I wish that it had been expanded more, but unfortunately he died, so they couldn't really do that. Uh, and, and you know, the fact that they even had, they brought Tommy back and Paul Rudd did a phenomenal job with that character. I mean, dude, I, I really don't know what else you fucking wanted from that. Like, like I, if you would look at how bad Halloween 5 was, like, they had to perform a fucking miracle of Jesus walking on water to do anything. And they did, I think, an amazing job. 
with Halloween Six. You said it. I just wanted to let you go there because I knew you would cover all the same things I would say. <laughs> That's what, and, and and dude, Michael, was, uh, what's what's clear to, to me with this guy is that he doesn't like badass Michael Myers. Like he doesn't like the fucking. You know, he hated Rob Zombie's version because Tyler Maine did a great job in the first film. Um, and uh, that Halloween six was for all of its fucking problems. And, yeah, the movie was chopped and edited to fucking hell. Uh, both copies were awful. Yeah. edits, both the producers and the theatrical cut. But it's it, when you look at the entirety of the franchise now by movie terms, is it a good movie? No, it's got a lot of fucking movie flaws in it. A whole shitty fucking load of movie flaws in it. But for. Halloween fans who can piece things together here and there and just wanted to see a fucking brutal, mean Michael uh, that looked good and had a good fucking mask. The Curse of Michael Myers did a great thing, and it's got some of the funnest lore in it. When you talk about the Cult of Thorn and all that crazy shit that they had to do and they had to tie together the Man in Black story, um, it's beholden to us for a whole different book of reasons. Uh, and also, I mean, it was I, always... I, maybe, I don't think we're wearing rose-colored glasses, you know, when we, when we review or discuss that movie because, I mean, it did come out... You know, when we were kids and we rented that movie over and over again. I mean, but we wouldn't have rented it over and over again if we didn't think it was amazing when we were kids. And to this day, I'll watch it and I still think it's a fucking great piece of movie, a, a cinematic adventure. But I, I mean, I understand that it, it's not like the perfect movie. It's yeah. still good. It's still fun. Yeah, I like it, man. I like it. And, and it's just I could get if someone goes, OK, that's not a good movie. Fine. Most people probably feel that way about this movie. Uh, but to say it's worse than the next one on the list, which is Halloween fucking five. Are you shitting me? He put that, that one above six. Yeah. Get this man a Tic Tac in his ass and an enema. This <laughs> town needs Jay, an enema. I don't know if you've realized it. I, I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say it. I'm not even going to say it. We haven't touched on a movie yet that it's going to blow your fucking face off. All right. Yeah. So next up is Halloween five. Okay. Uh, all the reasons that that movie is bad, sure, uh, but it should not be. A, it shouldn't. Be, it's not better than Halloween Six. Just no. Not. All right. Okay. First off, the you're fucking gonna tell mask. Me that, yeah. Hey. The, the mask itself, like the motherfucker, looks like a retired wrestler that came back for one more fight. He looks like Mickey Rourke in The Wrestler. Like he just. It, it, that's a terrible looking mask. And not to mention the fact that the mask totally changed when he fell in the fucking water at the end of Halloween Four. Like the mystical, magical waters turned his mask different. Yeah, he woke Plus up. Plus, they, the cut, crab out, they cut out swaths of, uh, of of story. You know, uh, even uh, the guy. That, oh my God, what's his name? The the dude that played him, uh, Don Shanks, in uh, in an interview when he was well, uh, kind of when he was walking around uh, set or uh, the former locations that they filmed, he said there was a there. You know, the the scene when he was supposed to have the thorn tattoo on his wrist, like the Doctor Death scene that was cut out of the movie. There was various other scenes that were cut out of that movie that would have made that movie way better and make more sense. That movie literally makes zero sense most of the time. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. And it was that French Dominique Othello and Gerard that was like, well, I, I want to put the, uh, a guy uh, in black coming off a train uh, or bus, perhaps, how you say in America. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Croissant. <laughs> uh, but he was like, yeah, they were like, so what, okay, what's the man in black? What's that mean? He's like, I don't know. It's just mysterious. I like it. Let the next writer figure it out. And then just fucking derailed the entire franchise for so long, confusing the fuck out of everybody. And again, he didn't even have the wherewithal to do the number one biggest movie sin of this entire franchise, which is to tuck in that fucking mask. I can't tuck that. that fucking mask in. Like if I if I were being choked to death by Michael in that movie, the last thing I would do before my eyes close forever on this world is to reach out and put his mask in his fucking. <laughs> I would tuck his mask in. That's what Marilyn Manson uh, wrote. Reach out and touch fate about. 
or Depeche Mode. Reach oh yeah, out, my bad, my bad, faith. my bad. Yeah, he remade it. Yeah. My bad. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, but I, would, I would reach out. Shit. I would reach out blindly and say, Mike, your goddamn mask is not tucked in. <laughs> and I would tuck his shit in, and then Michael's like, oh, thanks. Or I would give him a goddamn Snickers, like you're not yourself. Here, have a Snickers. <laughs> and then he would change back to the original Michael Myers. But no, the, the thing is, I, I'm, I, I will not take away uh, Don Shanks' performance in that. I think that Don Shanks actually did. I think his name's Agreed. Don Shanks. Agreed. Yeah, uh, he did a great. He did a great job as Michael. Like he moved what right. He was big. He was imposing. Uh, muscular dude. Like he played that part well. It was just like the the like they didn't even. They, it's like they didn't give a shit about the mask. And so like did. at that point, like they you would have thought. Well, in Halloween four, they didn't either. Not really. But you would have thought, like, they would have thought, you know, maybe the mask is a little bit more iconic than we're giving it credit for, and maybe it does make the character. So maybe we should take some more time here and make that mask look good. And also, by the way, not fucking leave out swaths of information that's relevant and prevalent to the film, like, as in the Dr. Death, which, in, according to Don Shanks, the very beginning of that movie that was supposed to be after he gets blown out of the mine shaft. Uh, Dr. Death rescues him and over a year performs incantations, a satanic rituals, tattooing the thorn tattoo on his wrist, which is eternal life and brings him back the next year on Halloween night. And Don Shakes also explains that they cut out the best, like, why well, not the best, but one of the best kill scenes of the entire movie, how he kills Dr. Death. So, I mean, it's like that, that, that whole production was trouble because the, the, uh, the director of that movie was also having a lot of issues with, Akkad, because Akkad didn't like some of the brutal stuff that he was doing. He also didn't like some of the bullshit that he was doing. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> instead we got we got uh, the the different version of Doctor Death, Parrot Doctor Death, who looked like Popeye during the Great Spinach Depression of 1984. <laughs> talking about the 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 old fucking semen. Oh, Doctor. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and his fucking weird ass version with his goddamn parrot, you know, and all that shit. That was just horrible. He looked like a the world's worst. Campbell's chunky. Not to mention the fact that when I, even when I was a kid, I was like, so that guy went out and bought him a new Halloween mask. Like he just went out and bought him a new Michael Myers mask. It's like your shit was damaged. Like, I might. I'm gonna I, get you this mask. I stretched it. It's cool. Hey, go, man. Hey, man. It's been hanging out there all. Time. It's been hanging out there for about a year, man. I can't help what the elements do to it. <laughs> and he gave him a tattoo for free. Hey, I'm that, that fucking that fucking Michael Myers mask looks like uh, he should be riding a John Deere tractor selling shit for Cabela's. <laughs> I th always thought he looked like the uh, uh, that old painter's picture of the the wife and the husband holding like he the, does. the tool shed shit. Yeah, he does. Uh, look all like right. That. Anyway, let's move on because we got a lot of shit to get to on this fucking list. Uh, so number eight, Halloween five. Number seven. Oh, what has happened? Has your heart stopped? <sighs> number yeah, seven. Are you having an orgasm? Jay, have you realized yet that we have not fucking mentioned Halloween Resurrection yet? That I it have. is better in his mind than number seven, Halloween 4? I have no more words. I'm going to end the podcast early on my side. I can't take this much more. <laughs> I <laughs> can't seven, take this! Number seven is Halloween 4. Number Dude, six you, is uh, Halloween Resurrection. Uh, <laughs> die, Michael! Die! Michael! Like, you don't have a police force! <laughs> Dude, that is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. Did this guy even watch the fucking movies, or did he go to, like, IMDb or Wikipedia and read about them? And like, right, I'm just gonna make my list based on this. 
I'm not, you know, look, he might be a great guy. Maybe he's a wonderful person and a great husband, but he's an asshole and a moron when it comes to these kind of rankings. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> your fucking, your credit is revoked. Uh, I would actually love to talk to him about that specifically. I would love to have him, uh, like, on our podcast or go to his podcast. I'd just like to have him fucking defend how that works. Well, let me give, like, let me give, let me give his ex, his explanation for it at least here. Because, you know, in a way, he's here with us in, in, his, in his writings and his words. I don't even want him to be here with <sighs> words. Let me, for, before I go into this, let me quickly say why Halloween 4 is a great fucking Halloween film. Number one, it has the most Halloween atmosphere of any, and dare I say even the first original film. It has more Halloween atmosphere than any of the films in the franchise. That opening alone fucking squeegee juices Halloween atmosphere. Yeah, okay? dripping. Yeah, yeah. Number two, there were some great fucking kills in that movie. Number three, Haddonfield's never felt better. You know, uh, you got the Brady kill. You got with that with the fucking shotgun, or not the shotgun, but that that rifle to the face. You had the opening with the thumb through the head of the ambulance driver. You had peak fucking Loomis, peak fucking Loomis, except for maybe yeah. the first movie. But you know, the it was still movie. yeah, it, it was it was Matt, it was crazy town fucking Loomis at that yeah. point. And that's you know, uh, yeah, sure. I, I love Mass, that version of Loomis. I love that version. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy fucking Loomis. Uh, but you had, uh, yeah, it was, it was souped up Loomis, which by the way, the number one take that I had on, uh, Las Vegas, Jay, is that their, uh, homeless people are like super zombie homeless people. Like they are rabid. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, they, um, they, oh, they, they look like, uh, what was that Brad Pitt movie with the zombies in it? Uh, War Z. World War Z. Yeah. yeah. They're like, they're like fucking super hobos, dude. <laughs> oh, it's a new... super shredder. Yeah, that's it. That's like they've they've evolved. It's fucking weird. Uh, anyways, but yeah, um, I have no idea how I got to that point. But okay. um, yeah, sure. Michael's mask looks like someone just stuck a thumb up his butt because he always looks surprised. Yeah, or data uh, from the Star Trek: The Next Generation. A right. mannequin that walked out of the store. Yeah, and, and as good as good as George P. Wilbur did. Uh, as much as I like that guy, the 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 mask plus the goofy shoulder pads the game were bad. But despite that. Um. Yeah, it, that, dude, it's one of the best Halloween movies in my. Yeah, opinion. dude. Like when I think of like when I think of Halloween, like the season of Halloween, like as as far as like, you know, you think of fucking candy corn and goddamn trick or treating and pumpkin spice and Halloween four. You fucking Mister Dumb Shit asshole, not Mister Nice writer of Esquire. I I don't know Halloween four. Yeah, dude, like, it, it's the perfect fall movie. Like, it really is. Like, uh, like they just shot that movie so well, and it looked so good, and the music was on point. And Michael, despite his mask looking like that, he still did a phenomenal performance. Loomis was had, at that point, become obsessed with Michael to the point where it was almost he was as crazy as Michael Myers himself. Yep. And I don't know, every, like, the only thing I didn't like about that film, uh, really, at the end, was, was the very end of it, when the whole Jamie thing. I didn't like the psychic, telepathic bullshit that they try to pull in. I don't know why they have to do that for her. Like, she's not fucking Jean Grey. I don't know why that shit was even in there. But nonetheless, I still thought it was a superior movie. And you're going to put fucking Resurrection above that goddamn horseshit? Mm. Which gets me to his reasoning. For Halloween 4, he says, this is just a... Ca I haven't even read The Resurrection yet. I can't wait to see his fucking excuse for that. Uh, he says, this is just a categorically bad film that attempted to find a franchise still lost in the weeds. Uh, <laughs> Donald Pleasance returns as Dr. Loomis, but that's about where the fanfare stops, criticized for its lack of direction and actual suspense. Halloween 4 is a bit of a non-starter and isn't actually bad enough to be noted upon. 
Um, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about as, as far as, like, lack of suspense. That movie had suspense written all over it. If it was any more fucking suspenseful, you'd be watching the O.J. Simpson trial live. Like, I don't know what the, what the fuck he's talking about. That makes zero sense. Like, the whole idea of Michael Myers, like, he was in a coma at the very beginning of the movie. He's all wrapped up in gauze and shit. And then we have Jamie uh, Lloyd which is a new character, and, and the way they build that atmosphere kind of play up. I thought they did a phenomenal job with, with, with suspense and atmosphere. You don't you didn't even know what Michael, I mean, you knew what, he, what his purpose was, but, like, getting back to Haddonfield, you know, and, and going to that gas station, like, dude, the, the whole fucking thing was fucking thematic and suspenseful. Like, I feel like if, if you were gonna, like, they falcon kick back to the, the forefront after being absent with Michael Myers since uh, 1982. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, 1980. If, I mean, if you get, if you give a shit about Michael Myers at all, like I think I feel like it's suspenseful. Uh, clearly, this dot I don't it doesn't feel like he does, which I don't know why the fuck he's writing this article about it. But you know, whatever, man, live your life. I'm not here to say what, what you to do, do after high school. <laughs> Next one, as we know, is Halloween Resurrection. Oh, There's man. we all know why we don't have to explain why anybody I, why yeah, this is fucking wrong. Okay, <laughs> we don't have to we don't we don't have to talk about it. But let's just say see, hear what he has to say. This is Halloween Resurrection deserves your respect and admiration. First and foremost, Laurie Strode returns in full form after the 1998 venture. Oh my god. But more than that, and this is, I guess this makes more sense. More than that, this film is so incredibly bad that it nearly careens towards being good. Starring alongside Curtis is Busta Rhymes. That's not a typo. Tyra Banks, not a typo. And Sean William Scott. Oh, that is a typo. Oh wow, still not a typo. Sean William Scott's not in that fucking movie. No, he's not. It was the guy from Rookie of the Year. Am I getting someone's name here confused? Sean William Scott was fucking Stifler. He wasn't in that movie. Was That's he in what? that movie? No, he definitely was not in that movie. No, yeah, it was... Dude, the only one that I remember from that movie is... uh, Yeah, Tyra Banks, Buster Rhymes, and, and then the kid from fucking... Which I had no idea. I thought his arm was still broke. Rookie yeah. of the Year and American Pie alumni. No, he's 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 wrong. Like, yeah, that I, I thought for surely he was talking about someone else, but he's literally talking. I just googled it. It's Sir Sean William Scott Stifler, and he's he says, "Oh, this is a typo." Oh wow, I think he was, oh maybe maybe he was making a joke about. Well, no, how that's what I was. Them. That's what yeah. I was getting to. He said, "Oh, this is a typo." Oh wow, still not a typo. No, that's a typo, dude. That's a whole wrong name. Look, I mean, yeah, like you said, like we, it, it's it's extensively documented on our YouTube channel, and I'm, you know, we could go in for hours about why that fucking movie was so terrible and how badly they ruined the the character of Michael Myers, and not only just the character, but the legacy of Halloween with that bullshit movie. Not as bad as, well, I mean, like, again, it's a, it's a coin toss about who did it worse, them or Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. But don't ever fucking think like this guy's almost trying to say it was so bad it was good. Careening toward this. No, it, you're you're basically saying they did it on purpose. They didn't do that on purpose. I think they were legitimately trying to make a good movie, and it fucking sucked. They were cashing in on what was popular at the time, which was that real-world road rules bullshit with the the handheld cameras. and raw, That was what they were doing. And they thought Buster Rhymes was a really cool – he was really popular back then. So they were like, yeah, we'll throw him in there and see what happens. It was fucking terrible. It was the worst idea you could do. You make Michael Myers a bitch. And you're talking about Jamie Lee Curtis uh, – premieres and comes back in full force she looked like she had been not sleeping for three days and it's like i have to do this before my activia commercial in two hours <laughs> I like do, she doesn't I, look good at all i do gotta say that i thought i thought i did like the jamie stuff at the beginning 
The, the, the only thing about the Jamie Lee Curtis stuff, it's not bad. The fact that she's in it, it's great. But the, the problem is, is that she was supposed to be done with H2O. And like every time I watch her performance, I think it's just because she's a good actress. But nonetheless, it's like this thing in her, like while she's doing the scenes, it's just she's going through the motions because she's like, this is stupid. And then her death is uneventful and not cinematic and not well, thematic. It's not, well, the whole thing was just like, this was like squeegeed in, like added in at, or, you know, they had to put something in there to connect H2O and Halloween resurrection. I it agree just... that her death in the beginning, like her, what ends up being her death is stupid, but I thought I liked the first part of it. And actually Jamie Lee Curtis, despite what she says today, she actually came on set and she was only supposed to have like a 30 second cameo or some shit like that contractually. But she liked the idea of what they're doing so much that she stayed on to film for like three days or something like that. Yeah, she wanted she to get the actually, fuck out of the script. She was actually <laughs> into what they were doing on the set of that movie, which is crazy as fuck. But I don't know. Now, yeah, dude, there's no, there's no, like you could say it, it's so bad. It's almost good, but it's, <coughs> it's, it's, it's just not, I don't find this movie. And not to mention the fact that when, at all. When Michael Myers is walking down the crazy hall and he passes that one guy that's rattling off all the fucking, you know, serial killers. And he's like, Michael yeah. Myers, born, night, and all that stuff. By the way, Michael Myers' mask in that movie looks like some 41 lead singer with his spiky-ass hair and shit. Like, I, I, he looks short as shit. Like, it just looked terrible. And he's walking around, like, in a half pace. But, you know, it, it looked like the beginning of an American Horror Story. Like, it, it, it was like that kind of feel to it. Like, not that we like American Horror Story, but it wasn't, it wasn't a Halloween movie at all. Right. Yeah. Totally agree. I don't. There's not much you need to say about that. I think that stupid ass fucking choice speaks for itself. Yeah. Uh, next was up, Buster Rhymes like hanging out with this guy while he was writing this article? <laughs> uh, number five. Yeah. He he fucking he got them all a check. <laughs> uh, uh, number five. Halloween two, the 1981 version. Um, that's, that's pretty, pretty low pretty on the list. Low. Yeah. yeah. Considering Halloween four is not even in the top five, that's pretty goddamn low on the list. Uh, yeah. His reasoning says this is where it, oh this is gonna, yeah this is dumb this, this is where it all went wrong. After a massive success with the first film, Halloween two came along and fell apart so hard that Curtis didn't even return for the third installment. It wasn't about her, and she did return as the lady on the speakers, uh, attempting to recreate magic of the first. The hospital set f- film falls into cliche quickly before seemingly stalling out and going nowhere most critics agree that halloween 2 derailed the franchise for a long long time before correcting course years later i'm not sure what movie you you fucking watched i mean were you wearing like an eye patch or something and like blurry and you had stigmatism in your other eye like that wasn't patched up what the fuck was he watching like that makes zero sense what do you mean it derailed it there was nothing wrong with halloween 2 like i could understand there, there were certain scenes in halloween 2 or maybe the way that it went like i don't maybe some people got bored in some way of it but i never got like dude there's some classic you're iconic fucking up. scenes huh your your mic's going like i'm on now yeah, it's good now. Okay. Well, I, like I said, I can understand that some people might have gotten bored uh, of certain elements in the film. Like, sure, fine, whatever. And uh, the creepy guy that's, like, basically worse than, worse of a stalker than Michael is that hangs out with Jamie all, all night in the hospital room. Like, that guy's weird. Like, I get it. But still, that had some of the – one of the more – some of the, some iconic scenes in it for sure. Like, with the scalpel when he picks the nurse up and holds her up, that's fucking awesome. When he walks through the plexiglass – you know, an unstoppable yeah. force. Again, I think it's something, dude. I think fans of Michael Myers will find it will find a thousand things to like about that movie. But if you're just not a fan of Michael Myers and the Halloween franchise, then I think you get that. Uh, I thought he was dead wrong, man. But turns out, actually, when you look at the 
which John Carpenter is used to this. Not not that he directed this, but he's most movies he's involved with get shit on when they come did out. Did he write then, some? Didn't he? I thought he wrote some. He stuff wrote it. That movie. Yeah, yeah. He just didn't direct it. it uh, but yeah, twenty eight percent rotten uh, is what it got. What it has now. Oh my it, god, Rotten Tomatoes, the most reliable source for I movie know. reviews ever. I know. I, I think I feel like that's kind of maybe what he did when he made this article. Maybe he only watched Halloween Resurrection and then just got the rest of the reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know. I mean, if you can't I, trust Rotten Tomatoes in this world for not del- delivering the goods and the and the honest news, who can you trust, son of a bitch? <laughs> but no, but, like you know, like, here's the thing. I will say. There are weak points in Halloween too, but to put it at, at number five, dude, that just that seems real, real fucking low. I mean, especially if you really consider the fact that it was really Halloween one and two were the same movie. It all took place in the same night. You know what I mean? And, and it also to go as far to say that it, like it was a it was a derailment movie that it derailed the series. It it had its problems, but uh, you know it doesn't. It's 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 still like you said. It's like a it's like a fucking really really good expansion pack to Halloween. Like it's not. It doesn't yeah. touch the original Halloween, in my opinion. But, but it was what a could really? I mean, but yeah. what was ever going to do that? Yeah, it was a really nice follow up to it. Um, you know, for all intents and purposes, and it certainly doesn't belong in any fucking ranking next to Resurrection. That is goddamn yeah. blasphemy. Um, next up in his list is Halloween three. That one, honestly, like Halloween 3, I think, is the one movie that you can never judge unless someone puts it at number one above the original. I don't think you can ever judge where someone puts that movie because it's just a personal taste fucking movie. Yeah, it's not one of those movies that really fit in. You know, as far as like it fits in with the Halloween series, I guess, in its own way. But, yeah, it's not it's not a Michael Myers film at all. And it's a it was it was almost like a it was it was an experiment by them to do something with like, um, you know, um, like dark uh, or tells from the crypt, like a, its own like unique storyline telling. They were going to go off on their own tangent and start telling different horror stories underneath the Halloween title, and that yep. was an experiment, and that's all it was. I don't have a problem with it being high on a list. I just don't think it's better than Halloween Two. Agreed. Like I just I don't. I mean, and it was a great movie. Like as far as like it was cheesy. Yeah, there's there a lot of coining in, in, in the movie, but I would. I mean, if someone put it in a list, and, and if you had a top 200 ha- Halloween movies or something, and you put it up there pretty decently in there, I'd be like, yeah, I get it. But I mean, I don't like again. It's not to me going to be above Halloween two. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, his number three is Halloween H two O, which doesn't surprise me, and from what else I've been reading, look, Halloween H two O's it's beholden by a lot of people. Like a lot of people really, really like this movie. Mm. Um, for us, it's never been our favorite. It's always been mediocre to to me personally because while entertaining and it was nice to be of age to see a Halloween movie in the theaters, and I'm glad that the studio put money in behind it and Jamie Lee Curtis is back and everybody was excited. It holds some nice memories for me, but it's a it's a wannabe scream in a lot of places. It's way too clean, way too shiny. Uh, the mask looked like ass. Um, yeah, you know Jamie Lee Curtis was great in the film. Uh, Josh Hartnett was cool. Ella Cool J was fucking awesome. Uh, Chris Duran didn't do a bad job as Michael. Uh, it's just the the mask and some of the other shit. I, I don't I don't I don't hate the movie. I don't like the movie necessarily. I, but yeah, like you said it right. Like the clean version. Like it just feels very polished. It just feels it, it, like it's like Joel Schumacher when he took over and and then he did Batman and Robin. And there's fucking nipples on the suit and there's like shiny stuff. Like I don't know. It just I, it just it's very it's very uh, movie cinematic production high value michael bay bruckheimer shit like i don't know like it, yep. it, it doesn't fill into the grittiness of of halloween and michael like you gotta get down that dirt bitch you gotta get down here hard in that sewer 
And there's almost about Michael Myers. There's almost no good kills in this movie. I don't, I, Yo, I, think, it was, I, mean, I think it was just too clean, man. Like it was just yeah. it was it was it was like making a a Gears of War movie or or something and making a PG or something or 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 making Deadpool PG or G. I I don't know. Yeah, and, and I really I really disagree with his reasoning for having it for so low so high on the list because he says, listen, this lands high for a lot of reasons. A Michelle Williams is here. Like, dude, okay. Michelle Williams was not cool. Michelle Williams when this movie came out. She was a fucking teenage high school actor. Like, I, I don't want to wait. For lives to be over. Uh, it says, and, and B, it largely ignores four of the six films that preceded it, which is honestly for the best. That was a fucking bad choice. It was bad yeah, choice. That was dumb. Um, and, I, and I only say that because, like, I know that we like Halloween 2018, and Halloween 2018 did the same thing. But in the original scripts for this movie, they 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 had it tied in where they could very quickly and easily explained. Um, four, five, and six. Maybe not easily, but they had it in there. It was written in the script. It, it would have taken up just a minute of the movie, and they could have explained the entirety of uh, four, five, and six and what had gone on. So I, I didn't like that they left it out. And I, also, I feel like, yeah, well, and also that Daniel Harris had become such a beloved character throughout four and five. Yeah, like not to at least add a, a little nod in her direction was kind of a, a bitchy thing to do. So. Yeah, yeah uh, and then... Uh, so it says, uh, which is honestly for the best, Halloween uh, Halloween was a film. Great. Halloween as a franchise. There are many serious bumps in the road. Outside of the top two film slots, this is the one that felt most true to the original and hits on the 20th anniversary. It feels like an appropriate time to check in on Laurie Strode and make sure she's not absolutely bonkers. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with the rest of it that much. But yeah. um, Halloween, his second favorite Halloween movie, which I don't disagree with this very much. Um, I can't remember. I think Halloween 4 came in at our second uh but Halloween 2018 was maybe right after. Yeah, I mean, that. You, you can, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dog him on that because that that movie is fucking incredible, and the music score alone is is insane. Like yeah. it, like the movie itself, Halloween 2018 is is really fucking a, a amazing film. But I would all like I, I would never put it above the original Halloween. But mm -hmm. I would say the music score in that the music scoring of of uh, 2018 Halloween might make it above the original Halloween. Just for the, the for the compo for the composition of the music by itself. Uh, you, you, you just mean if you compare the two scores? Just, yeah, just the just scores. The scores. Yeah, I get yeah, you. Yeah, not the movies. Yeah, the, the Halloween 2018 is always going to be inferior. I mean, there's never going to be another like the the original. Like never, ever, ever. But the Halloween 2018, if you're going to put it at number two on your list, I couldn't argue with that. I can, I'd be like, yeah, man, that that movie is fucking good, and the mask looked great. Michael came back with, you know, it had all the elements that we loved about Halloween four and six, that it had a vicious Michael Myers. It also had a, a very Halloween feel to it or a fall feel to it. And, and it was, and it also paid respect to a lot of the things that had gone on before without having to directly do it. Yep. It had good kills. It did a good thing with, uh, uh, J Jamie Lee Curtis's acting. It did a decent thing with Laurie Strode's character. Uh, took it into a serious tone uh, at times with her. It, they took Michael seriously. Um, Somebody threw some, a phone in a banana pudding. That that is mostly important. What I wanted from it all yes. from all of it. And number one's obviously Halloween. Uh, he didn't go that crazy with it. So that's basically the ranking. But you know, at the at the at the end, it lands just about right. But it's whoo, buddy, buddy. What the fuck? Some of that. Yeah, some of those it's choices. like it's like watching a shitty fucking basketball team that keep floundering and making terrible fucking substitutions and mistakes early on in the season and then finally they get it right at, right at the end but they're not going to get the playoffs now <laughs> <laughs> like you did good at the end but you're not going to make it like, <laughs> you finally got your shit together but it's too late sir yeah congratulations you made the layup 
You made a layup in, in, in warm-ups. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so that's it, guys. What do you guys think? Uh, I'll you know, fuck. <laughs> What's your all's ranking? Uh, comment below wherever you're listening to this podcast at. This one might end up, I don't know, it's kind of, I thought it was pretty fun. Might end up putting it on the YouTube as well. Who knows? But um, if you haven't subscribed to our podcast, subscribe to it on Stitcher, iTunes, all that shit. And hey, if you're actually enjoying this right now, uh, I think it's doing a really good thing for us. I think if we are anywhere near uh, as highly as it tells us we're ranking in podcasts uh, and you want to help, the coolest thing, I think, if you go on iTunes and give us a, uh, Give us, you know, give us whatever ranking you think we deserve, honestly. Um, well, don't say that because I don't want to give, I don't want to get a one. <laughs> Justin Kirkland has rated your podcast a zero point five stars. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> well, at least we got the point five. Is that because we said you did well with your fucking number one? Yeah, Justin. Fucking, uh, uh, you know what? The goddamn Stevie Wonder would have ranked nineteen seventy eight Halloween. Number one, and he's never even seen movies. <laughs> no, and I, again, I'm not, I'm not shitting on your writing. It's a well-written article, uh, Justin. If you're hearing this, and if you'd ever like to come on the podcast, and we could, we could have this discussion. That we could have a friendly argument about it for sure. No, he's, um, a, he's a good man. I'm sure. Don't, nobody go like shit on his page or anything <laughs> like that. I, this was, this was meant to be fun. Uh, it's all yeah. fun. Uh, we disagree about movies. It's supposed to be fun. It's and me and Mike always, me and Mike uh, are fucking idiots when it comes to a lot of things. As far as like, I mean, we we thought like. We like Con Air. So. Yeah, I fucking love Con Air, man. A Con Air is fucking just put down the bunny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we if we like did a ranking of art house films, you would you would fucking hate our ranking too. So, yeah. um, I don't know if that's what you're into. I'm just you know assuming from Whatever. this choice, Whatever. but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, guys, if you would go rank our podcast, we really really appreciate it. That would help us a lot. And I uh, hope you keep listening and check us out on YouTube. And again, for you fucking YouTube people, Saturday night. 1026. It's going to get spooky in my pants. 1.21 uh, gigawatts. <laughs> plutonium. 10.30 p.m. Eastern. You can ask us whatever questions you want. You can ask Michael and Loomis whatever questions you want. It's hey, where we're going, naughty. you won't need roads. You ripped my shirt. Oh, I cut you out the knees. <laughs> Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you. See you, guys. Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese, or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's, because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal, single item at regular price. Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets, no, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with Cheese, or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's, because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with Cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal, single item at regular price. 